Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. Ah, and this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder, who is punching all of her things off of her desk. Oh, dear. Uh, Today's episode is brought to you by Imani and BreastPumps.com, helping mothers everywhere with the right tools. Imani recently released the Imani I1 Dual Breast Pump. And today's episode is also brought to you by Lilu. The Lilu Massager and Bra is the first hands-free pumping bra that mimics breast massage. And we will hear more from our sponsors later. But you can head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check our sponsor page. Check there and see if you if you need anything, check there. Um, and see if you can give them any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, you can scroll down and enter your email address. And we will send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And now Diane has our review of the week. And it comes from iTunes. Thank you so much for putting this on iTunes for us. And it says, this podcast has been so helpful for me. I am a first-time mom and my husband and I don't have many friends or family near us. This podcast has been such a support for me. It has given me such confidence in my mom instincts. My mental health and my little baby's health is so much better for it. I love this. And it's really like... There's so many people now who are just not around family or friends. And we talk about that a lot, like how people just end up somewhere, maybe college or you know, military or job or whatever brings them to a different place away from their family. And you don't realize, I mean, at first it's like, ooh, how fun. I'm on this mm-hmm. adventure. I'm away. And then you have a baby and it's like, wow, I, I've, I need my family. You know, um, yeah. it can be really a difficult transition. So I am really glad that she listens and feels like we really helped with that. So that makes me feel better. And um, that mom instinct, man, you got to listen to it. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much for putting that on iTunes for us. Or if you cannot do iTunes, you can put it on or you can email us through the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast at gmail.com and we will get them there. But thank you so much for sending that in for us. We really appreciate it. I'm glad you're doing well with your little babe. Yeah. Yeah. You can relate to that, right? You were away when you had your first. I was. I was away when I had my first one. And um, my mother was like, and now you'll move home. And I was (laughs) like, when I left Rochester, when I got married the first time in my first life, I was like, I am never coming back. Like that was pretty much my whole, I was like, I'm leaving here and I'm never coming back. And you know, yeah. five years later, I come back with a kid. So, and then like never left again. But um, it really like, and I've talked to a lot of people who that's kind of what happened with them, that they either end up moving closer to home or closer to somebody. Like I ask people all the time, like, how'd you end up here? And they're like, oh, my husband's family lives here or, you know, my my family lives here or whatever. They want to be near some sort of family. And that is just a really important piece for people when they have a baby. And it's just, I don't know, like, I can't even explain it. It just is really important. And yeah, well, you're um, like, I can't wait to get away from my family because they're all nuts. And right. then you have a kid and then you're like, oh, my God, I need somebody to help. My family will help. Yeah, because they're always <laughs> the ones that are, you know, could be with you. But right. then you kind of discover that you do. You know, I mean, you just you need that support. It, it is good to have a support system. You know, and if your family is can offer that, then that's really helpful. Um, but we do live in a society where people are just separated. 
and it, you know, can't. I, I've got clients that like they do not live anywhere near their family and then they have a baby and then all these people come to visit. And I feel like that's worse, man. Like now you've got a bunch well, of people yeah. at your house while now you've got you a guests. newborn. Now you have guests. Yeah. Ugh. And, you know, and then it's traumatizing when they leave because you just want them to stay and help you. And it's just like your whole mixed emotions of things. It's, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, but we, my son, you know, that I moved home with or because of whatever, we can blame it on him if we want to. But um, <laughs> he is still like, I wish we had never moved back. And I'm like, first of all, you were like 10 days old. You have no recollection of living in North Carolina at all. So <laughs> don't even give me that. But yeah, he's always, he's always like that. But I mean, like we had, I definitely wouldn't have traded it because they grew up with my parents and my, right. you know, my nieces and nephews and all of that stuff. And it, that was really important. I couldn't imagine like, no birthday parties, you know, like stuff like that. It would have been hard. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that. I know. Yeah. I just think, I think all the time, like, God, my family's so nuts. But yeah. like, my kids don't really know that right now. <laughs> and they really like them. So I'm like, okay. I know. Yeah. That's kind I of call, I do, we deal. Yeah. My kids are starting to figure it out, but you know. Yeah. I think they will at some point. Yeah. And, it's like, you know, when you have conversations about certain things and then it's like, all right, later on, I got to sit my kids down and have the, <laughs> another conversation about this because, like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> I'm always like, don't let grandma badmouth me whenever they go see my mother. Don't let grandma badmouth me. <laughs> but, which she don't. does anyway, but yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. The whole they come thing. back and tell and you though, like, right? They come back and tell me. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll text me from her house. Grandma said this. Grandma said she doesn't like your hair. Grandma said you were oh, a bad kid. <laughs> Grandma said not to turn out like you. You know, like stuff like. Oh my that. god! <laughs> Actually, said to my mom one day we were sitting in the living room and he, she was saying something. I don't know, whatever. She's always talking. And actually goes, actually goes. Well, mom, mommy said that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, really? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably, mm-hmm. I probably did say that. Yeah. No, my mom will do stuff like, don't be like your mother. Your mother did blah, blah, blah. Your mother did this. Your mother did that. And she'll badmouth me for like five minutes and then she'll be like, but I guess she turned out okay. Like, oh, we'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now that you already, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> threw me under the bus. Don't and then try to like back check now. You brush me off. Pick me up and brush me off. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're going to talk about triple feeding, which has nothing at all to do with how crazy our families are. Well, but somebody's crazy for I, developing I know, this little we process. We know that there are people out there who relate to all the things that we are saying. Yes, absolutely. You absolutely do. And baby people that triple feed, and you have to tell me what triple feeding is again, because I have to keep asking because I keep forgetting because I don't know this. What and is I it? am so glad you don't know it. Although, no, wait, you did it. You did it. Yeah. It was basically it? triple feeding is the name that somehow like it's a new name for a very old process. Mm. So triple feeding is when you feed your baby and then you put your baby down and you supplement your baby and then you pump. So okay. it is yes, you are doing do that. all three things. That's horrible. During a feeding. Yeah. And then two hours later, you're doing it all again. Yep. And then two hours later, you're doing it all again. And at nighttime too. Yes. Yes. Ugh. It's a nightmare. And I, I personally hate it. I try not to recommend it if I don't have to. And I know that there are some benefits to it. And some of the benefits to it, like some of the, re- let's talk first before I talk about the benefits to it, which aren't many, by the way, but let's talk about why people do it. This is usually something that happens if your baby's not feeding well 
or they're not gaining weight or there's a milk supply issue because they're not feeding well, like something like that. Or because you were told you have a milk supply issue. Right. You were told you have a milk supply issue. Or it's fear. Sometimes that happens. Maybe not your fear. I just had this happen. Oh my God. Did I tell you about the mom of twins that I was talking to recently? Maybe. I can't remember if I texted you about that or not. Who she had twins and in the hospital, the lactation consultant who she kept telling me, she's like, she was so great. She was so nice, which I'm so glad that she was so great and so nice, but also told this mother to pump every <laughs> three hours. Information. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you better be nice. If you're going to tell me all the wrong shit. You better be memorable because you were nice. So she had this mom pumping every three hours. Like you have to pump every three hours. In the hospital? After she deli- after she discharged. Uh, yeah, in the uh. hospital. And then after she discharged and she's feeding twins on demand. Oh my so God. it's like, I'm like, well, first of all, I don't know how you have time to do all this. And then she had yeah. this, re- she has this ridiculous oversupply, like uh. crazy, like pumping 10 ounces at a time. Yeah. Cause she has two babies nursing. Right. And I'm like, and but, she's pumping. Whoa. But that came out of the fear of the lactation consultant telling her, oh my gosh, you're feeding twins. You better pump every three hours. Oh, that is not, not necessary. Understanding that not understanding. two babies nursing just tells your body that two babies are yes. nursing. And oh. I think people also don't realize that when you're nursing twins, like you can make enough milk. You can. It's a possibility without the pump. You can do it. Your body's yeah, going to do what you tell it to like, do. Your but I think people are like, two babies, you can't, it, it's, it yeah, can't yeah. happen. You better add in more stimulation, which is not the case. And that's No, you're already adding in more stimulation by adding a baby. Yeah. That's the added stimulation. And then your right. body's like, oh. And your body's not even like, oh, there's like one baby or two babies. It's just like, this is the amount of milk that's being asked of me. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know if it's like a just a one giant... <laughs> One giant baby, <laughs> which happens sometimes. There's babies that just eat a lot. Oh my god! Or like twos, but you know, like they your yeah. body's not like doesn't know that much. It just knows how much milk is being asked of it right. to make. But like that is a lot of work to do, and that is why mm. sometimes people do the triple feeding because of those reasons. And the benefits behind triple feeding are that it can absolutely increase your milk supply. It can give you milk to supplement your baby with if your baby's not feeding well or needs to be supplemented. So in those situations, it's good. And people really, you know, if they really are like, I don't want my baby to have formula, I will do whatever I need to do, or I want to increase my milk supply so my baby can have what I need, what they need, and I don't need to do all this other extra work eventually, then great. But the majority of the time, it becomes... It's just not a sustainable process. It really isn't. That is not. No, God, no. How long did you do it for? Do you remember? Um, did you block it out? A lot of people are like, I, I think I blocked uh, it out. Yeah, I have blocked out a lot of those early days with Jack just because that's, I think that's what happens with mm-hmm. early days of having a baby. But I came home from the, you know, so I was in the hospital. Everybody knows this story. So I was in the hospital. I had Jack. I was induced. They said, okay, well, you were induced, so your body is like not making what it's supposed to make yet. So you need to supplement. So I was supplementing. And then the nurse was like, okay, so don't worry. Just keep supplementing. Your milk will come in. No big deal. Okay. So I go home. I was told to nurse on both sides for 10 minutes each, then supplement, and then pump. 
I don't know if I was told to pump or I just started pumping when I got home because I was like, I, I, my milk, I was trying to get my milk to come in and I was trying to, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was just like, okay, well, I'll start pumping to try to get more milk. Oh, oh. And then eventually, actually, eventually I could, I was supplementing with my own milk. Okay. Which I ditched the formula. Yeah. Right. Which was like he could have just drank it from me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. So yeah, that was the confusing situation I was in. I know. Uh, so I did that for, well, actually I did that for, I don't know, like a month. And then I was in, I was on Facebook in some group. I don't even know what group it was. And I was like, telling people like what I was doing and all this. And I remember somebody who somebody came by and they were like, just stop pumping. Like, just stop. Just like take a break from that. Just like stop pumping for now. Like, I can't remember exactly what, you know, and I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds like something I want to (laughs) do. I really want to stop pumping. That's a great idea. And yeah. so I think they were just like, you have a lot going on. Why don't you just like stop with the pumping? And I was like, okay, yeah. And then it was like probably another month when I called the lactation consultant. Yeah, I. a lot of times what happens is, and I, I did a quick Google search on this, and I will admit that I didn't read everything that came up. Well, so <laughs> you didn't read everything that came up in a Google search? I know. Sorry about that. I just, you know, <laughs> put a limitation on I think it. That would take like years. Oh God. But like a lot of the thing, you know, like kind of a lot of things, of course, they're just, you know, blogs that come up and, you know, by people that don't know anything about breastfeeding. Right. And I know also you by love to look what's that, what people are saying. I do. Them. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. But nobody is really talking about how long to do this for. Like in the things that no, I saw, never told the stuff me, yeah. that I saw, it's just like, this is why you do it. And this is why people are doing it. And this is why it's important. And this is why it's helpful. And these are the ways to get through it. That's the other thing. Like, here are some tips to help you manage triple feeding. Like, have somebody yeah. else feed the bottle so that you're not, if you can, have somebody else help you like cleaning all the parts. Because then people are cleaning all these parts. Like, then you're keeping up with like maintenance and bottles. And it's not just... I totally that remember that. It was terrible. Yeah, we just like had that big pot on the stove, just like constantly boiling the water and throwing this shit in there. It's just so much work. And then it's those so ma- much work. Then, yeah. And then we got those vacuum, those um steam bags where you can put the part mm-hmm. in the bag and you microwave it. Yep. Oh my yep, God. Yep. I'm so glad I had to stop doing that. It is re- crazy. And then a lot of times, like with these newborn babies, we know that they don't feed efficiently. They don't feed efficiently when they're good feeders as newborns. They just don't. They're tired. They're like, you know, lackadaisical. They're just kind of hanging out, like whatever. So now you've got these feeds and those feeds in the beginning are a little bit longer because of that. These babies are not like on and off in 10 minutes. That's just, they're not efficient like that in those first weeks. So now you've got these feedings that are lasting, you know, a while, and then you've got to supplement and pump on top of it. So now you've got these parents that are like, by the time I'm done, it's time to do it again. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When do I have a break? Yep. And that is a very real thing. And it's that's why it's so unsustainable. In theory, it's like, oh, this is great. I could increase my milk supply and give my baby my milk while I'm supplementing them. What a great concept. When you do it, 
it is not a sustainable process. Mm-mm. And triple feeding is not meant to be something that you do for a long period of time. Please keep that in mind. If somebody says to you, this is what you need to do, they're it, like they did with you, Abby. They didn't tell you in the hospital, like, okay, this you need to stop doing when your milk comes in or when your baby starts gaining weight or contact a lactation consultant so that it can help you through this process. Yeah, no. It should not be something that is just like this open-ended plan that you are doing forever. Because I you feel will- like that's exactly how parenting feels when you first become a parent. You don't have any idea what's going on. You're just like you you're like walking into a dark cave and there's like tunnels but you can't see them and you you're just like everything is just like okay, well this is just how it's going to be forever. Or you right. can't even you don't have the ability you're you're in such a like heightened state, you're in such a vulnerable state that you don't you can't even see tomorrow. Right. You know, you're just like, oh my God, this is what I'm doing. And there's no like, it's like your brain, that kind of part of your brain that like, you know, plans, plan things out step by step is just like not working right now. Right. It's such a strange and not very useful (laughs) (laughs) like way for your brain to be in a part where you're just like really need your brain to be functioning like all the way. And it's just not. It's yeah. It's yeah, it's you're cloudy. It's all the so time. rough. Mm-hmm, it is. All right. So let's hear from our sponsors and then we'll talk about how to get away from this triple feeding thing. Okay. We'll be right back. Be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Amani and breastpumps.com. Helping mothers everywhere with the right tools, Amani recently released the Amani I1 dual breast pump, featuring the quietest motor on the market. Experience optimal pumping with hospital strength output, as well as a never-before-seen boost mode. Whether pumping from one breast or both, this smart system maintains a constant pumping pressure. Its two main cycles, massage and express, include multiple vacuums on each cycle. Portable, efficient, and hands-free, find out why Imani USA products are trusted by over 46 million mothers around the world throughout their breastfeeding journey. For more information, visit Imani USA, that's I-M-A-N-I-U-S-A dot com and use code BADASS for 25% off your order. Or you can visit breastpumps.com forward slash Imani and place an order using your insurance benefits. Today's episode is also brought to you by Lilu. The Lilu Massager and Bra is the first hands-free pumping bra that mimics breast massage, so you can express more milk in less time. We do the heavy lifting so you can go hands-free. The lactation massage cushions inside the bra mimic hands-on compression motions recommended by lactation experts. The bra holds your breasts in place, massaging both simultaneously while you pump. The Lilu Massager and Bra helps to fully empty your breasts to establish, increase, and maintain your milk supply. Research shows that breast massage helps you pump 30 to 50% more milk per session. Breast massage also helps alleviate clogged ducts and engorgement. Learn more about the Lilu Massager and Bra at wearlilu, that's W-E-A-R-L-I-L-U.com. And you can join their community and save $10. Then use code BADASSBF for an additional $5 off of your order. And our sponsors and their promo codes can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. 
in our show notes under this episode. Our show notes will also include information about things we talk about in this episode and at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You will also find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. Hmm. All right. So we've spent like 20 minutes bashing triple feeding, which is necessary. Like... It's a terrible <laughs> process. <laughs> so if you were sucked into this, if it's something that you did, and it comes up a lot, like I can't tell you how many times people reach out to me and they're really like, I'm triple feeding. And it's like, oh my God. And then if you have- People say like, I'm triple feeding? Yeah. That's because what it's I would, all called I would now. just be like, I don't even know that's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's what I'm triple feeding. Um. It is really bad. Like, I feel bad for anybody that's kind of sucked into this anyway. But if you're somebody who, like, maybe you have other little kids or your partner went back to work after, like, a week and you're trying to manage this by yourself, um, it is not. Or they went back to work the next day. uh, The next, exactly. Like, the next day, which happens, you know, you have your baby on a Friday and partner goes back to work on Monday. How often does that happen? Like, all the time. Um, This is really hard. and. It is not meant to be a long-term solution. So I would ask the questions. If somebody says to you, okay, if they give you, maybe it's happening in the hospital, you need to feed your baby and then pump and then, you know, supplement them. Keep it in your head that this is not a long-term solution. This is not something that you should be doing for long periods of time. If it's your pediatrician's office that says to you, okay, your baby's not gaining well. We need you to pump and give, you know, give them milk, um, keep your supply up, feed them still, like ask them how long they need, they want you to do this for. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you they're not going to really have a good answer, but ask them how long, just be like, how long do I need to do this? Because that is an important thing for you to know. Because if you go into this, just like, okay, this is what we're doing indefinitely. It is not good for anybody's mental health at all. So it is really good to know, like, do I need to do this for a week? Do I need to do this until I come back? Do I need to do this until the baby gains weight? How long do we need to do this for? But the other important thing to remember is that if somebody has you set up triple feeding, there's a reason why your baby's not feeding well. There's a reason why you have to triple feed. We need to find out what that is. Definitely contact a lactation consultant. Like Abby waited way too long to contact mm-hmm. a lactation consultant. Totally. And a lot of times that's the, that's the case. People are like just doing this because that's what their pediatrician said to do. And then they tell them, oh, your baby's gaining weight now. Great. Keep doing it. You're doing mm-hmm. great. Keep up the good work. Your baby's gaining. Come back in three more weeks or whatever, whatever they say. Yep. And now you're like, do I just keep doing that? What do I do? Now the baby's gaining weight. Should I continue to do that? Do I not? And then you're too afraid to stop. I feel like you don't you're, even think. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. oh, this is what I have to do. Yeah. And people are like, I'm too afraid to stop doing that because what if my baby stops gaining? Yeah. It is a real fear. Like this is a really very, very realistic fear that people have when they start off their journey like this. Sometimes the lactation consultant that you see will be the one to tell you that this is what you need to do. And if that's the case, then they will be working with you to get you off of that triple feeding. But there are so many times where people just do this automatically. Like how you said, you're like, I think I just started pumping. Like sometimes people just put themselves into this mix and don't yeah. realize that that's what they're doing. It just kind well, of like, yeah. you yeah. know. 
So it it should not be something that you're doing for a long period of time. It shouldn't be something that lasts longer than like a week or two. Because at that point, we should know like, is your baby gaining weight? Is your baby strong enough to be draining the breast? Is your milk supply, if it's a milk supply issue, is it like, your has your milk supply rebounded with all this pumping? It It should like, Things like that should be happening because that's the point of the triple feeding. Mm-hmm. It is not something that should be going on for a long period of time because nobody can continue this. It is not sustainable at all. And so what is the part that you stop doing? Because, I mean, if you're returning to work, certainly you're going to need to keep pumping. Well, what I usually tell people, like if they would come to me and they're already doing this. Like if they discharge from the hospital and this is what they're doing. Or yeah. if I had them start doing this because it's... And like I said, I really try not to do this too much. If I start them on this and, you know, that because that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. I always tell them our our goal is to get you off of this pumping so that you can have a few weeks of just nursing your baby before you need to start picking it up again for work. Oh, okay. Like yeah. that is always my goal for these parents, unless they tell me that they want to continue pumping once a day or something like that, just yeah. to like store milk, whatever. Well, that's but true. You, can, you know, you don't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like just every pump time. a couple times to like get ready for work or whatever. Yeah, whatever reason you're storing milk. And I always, I do always try to tell people that like my goal for you is to get you off of this pumping. This is not something that we're going to keep doing. But I also don't make it, and maybe that's my downfall as a lactation consultant, that I'm not like, this is what you have to do. And I know that there are some that are like that, that like put people on a very strict pumping and feeding regimen, and this is what you need to do. And that is just not how I work. I'm, I'm kind of like, what's manageable for you? What's doable? And if they say, I can pump, I think I can probably manage to pump four to six times a day. I'll say, oh, that's great. Let's do it. Or if I say like, all right, especially if they're there like with their partner, I'll be like, all right, how long are you home for? And the partner says, I'm home for another week. All right, let's maximize that time. And then after your partner returns to work and it's just you, we're going to totally redo this plan. Yeah. Like you have to, I feel like my, my way of doing things, of course, like I said, it's not like everybody else's, but I really feel like if I give them, if I give a parent something to do that they can't do, like, what good is that? It's not going to, if I say to them, you have to pump eight times a day and feed your baby every two hours and supplement them. If I tell them that that's what they need to do, that this has to be their plan, that's not, I don't know how anybody can get through that, honestly. Like, I just don't see how that is beneficial. I just feel like it's it's like, okay, what can you do? What do you feel like you can do? Because if you're going to tell me that you feel like you can pump eight times a day, great. Let's make that your plan. But if you can't, then why why am I telling you you have to? It just... Well, and that just leads to people quitting altogether. Right, yeah. And people are just like, yeah. forget it. Forget it. I can't do this. Right. And if people don't see that there's some kind of end in sight, I also kind of feel like that too. Like if you think that this is what your journey is going to be like, then you're also going to be like, I can't do it. You know, and I, I kind of feel the same way with like um, supplemental nurses and they are a great thing. And if you don't know what a supplemental nurser is, it's just a, um, it's just like a little 
I call it doohickey. It's like a little um, <laughs> gadget. I don't know, like that you put, it's like a little bottle, you put milk in it, but you can attach it to your person. Like you can attach it, you can wear it around your neck or you can attach it to like a bra strap. And it's got a little tube that leads to the breast where you can supplement your baby from the breast while they're nursing at the breast. It's a wonderful concept. It really is. Like I am 100% behind that concept. But it is definitely not a long-term solution because it's a lot to try to do. Like parents are trying to like, you need like four hands to try to like mm-hmm. get this set and get the baby on. And then the tube is, you know, you got to get the tube flowing. And if it's flowing too fast or too slow, or if it's flowing too much, the baby pulls off. And like, there's a lot to it. So I kind of feel like it's one of those things where it's like, it's not a long-term solution. It's a great concept, but it's just not a long-term solution. And it will make people run in the other direction. Yeah. And triple feeding is the same way. People are like, oh, great. You leave it. You like leave your doctor's office going, okay, I have a plan. I'm going to pump. I'm going to breastfeed and then pump and then supplement. And then, you know, the baby's going to start gaining weight and I'm going to feel so much better. And then you go home and you're like, I can't do this all day long. It's yeah. too much. Because of course, your you know your doctor's office isn't telling you. Oh, and then you got to sterilize all the things. Oh, and then you have to right. find the time to actually feed the baby, and then you got to put the baby down somewhere so that you can pump, and then you have to like you know change the baby's diaper and you know settle the baby and eat a, a meal and you know take a shower. Like it just it doesn't it doesn't make for a good experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. doing a lot of and, pitching. No, I mean, that's just like, <laughs> that's why having this plan is so important. Yeah. Because it never occurred to me to ask, how long am I going to be doing this for? It never even occurred to me Th- to yeah. say, like, you know, I mean, I, I, I was so, I just had a baby for the first time. Like, I didn't know what to ask or what to think or how to plan or, and like, yeah having a plan for these interventions, I mean, these interventions are super helpful when needed. And then, but, but having a plan of like when to stop, I think is, that's the key to helping people because that, like, like we just said, people, that's enough to make somebody just stop. Mm-hmm. Be like, Absolutely. this is, this is why people say like, Oh, you know, breastfeeding is too hard. Cause you have to do this and you have to do that. And you have to do that. When like, <laughs> Yeah. That's not necessarily the case. No. And, and I tell people this a lot, like breastfeeding is like, we know that it's a natural thing. We know it's instinctive, but we know it's not, it's also not very natural. Like we just, we know, right? Like we always go, oh, it's natural. It's like the biggest oxymoron. Right. So it really, it is a natural process and babies should be able to instinctively breastfeed. But we do know that there are some situations that come up that keep them from being able to put that all together in the beginning when they're first born. If your baby is not doing it effectively or well, or, you know, they're not transferring milk or they're not latching at all or whatever. And this is kind of, you end up in this triple feeding place. Like there's a reason why, like if you're, this is something that your baby's supposed to be doing. And if they're not doing it, then there, we need to figure out why they're not like that's, I don't, that's just kind of how I think of it. I'm like, well, if my baby wasn't walking, which is also an instinctive behavior, I would figure out why, right? Like I would figure out why they're not walking yet. Um, And I kind of feel like that with breastfeeding. It's like, if you're trying to breastfeed your baby and it's just not working, something's going on that it's not working. We need to find out why that's happening. And if you just keep putting the bandaid on it, like 
with triple feeding, well, yeah, your baby's getting fed, but we're not figuring out what the problem is. And that's what you need to do. We need to figure out what the problem is so that we can fix it. And the, it's just not, it's, you know, it's not sustainable to just like triple feed like that for a long period of time. So if you are to the point where it's been like two or three weeks, you're triple feeding, things are not getting better. You know, your baby's not gaining well, or you're, you know, something's happening there and you're like, I can't continue to do this. I can't. That is a very real thing. Like, absolutely. And I did have somebody recently that was just like, I can't continue to do this. And you're right. Like you, you're right. We need to make a new plan at that point. And what, what can we make that plan be? Do we want to just like stop pumping and only breastfeed? And then if you have to supplement, supplement with some formula or donor milk, you can do that. You do not have to stay tied to this triple feeding, but we don't have to give up completely either. Like there are other options. There are things you can do. There's, you know, there's combo feeding. If we just cannot, if you just are not in that place where things are working the way you want them to work and you're just like, I just can't do this anymore, which people get to that point. You know, it's really hard. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think like those things that you do early on just, you can't see, you really need some help. Yeah. From somebody to get through that, even if it's just to like, like I, like I, when I called the lactation consultant, I didn't see her. I just talked to her on the phone Mm -hmm. and she like told me what to do. I didn't, you know, it wasn't like the, it wasn't a big thing. I just needed somebody who was not in it to be able to help me see clearly. Right. And sometimes you can, sometimes you're doing better. And I tell people all the time too, sometimes you're doing better than you realize and you don't need to be doing all this intervention. Like that mom with the twins. I was like, oh my God, that's got to go. Like she didn't need to be doing that. And there's a lot of times where like, especially if you're, you know, if your doctor's like, oh yeah, the baby's gaining, let's, you know, you're doing great. Keep, keep it up. You don't need to still do that. There's no need for all of that stuff anymore. So sometimes you can back away. People just don't tell you that. And you need somebody to tell you that it's okay to back away from all the pumping and supplementing and your baby will still gain weight and, you're, and you're, everything is going to be fine. But when you start out with that's what you're doing and you get get it in your head that like that's the only way your baby's going to gain weight is if you do all this, jump through all these hoops, it's really hard to give that up. But it's like, sometimes you just need somebody to be like, you don't need to do this anymore. Let's look at everything. Let's make sure the baby's transferring well. Let's make sure, you know, the the feeding is going well. Let's make sure there's no problems here. And then you can be like, all right, you're done. You don't have to do that anymore. And you can just completely disregard it and not have to pick up that pump again until you want to, until you're in control of that. I was going to say until the next thing happens. <laughs> so <laughs> like returning to work. kind of Well, thing, yeah. yeah. And return. I mean, like you, you do have to move through this this situation because a lot of times you do need to go back to work and you can't be doing this if you're working. Right. I mean, I guess I, can you hear the kids screaming behind me? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. They have no respect at all for the things that I do. Well, yeah, they're just playing super Mario bros on the other side of the door. Oh my gosh. So funny. (laughs) Yeah. 
So this anyway, is what everybody has to look forward to. Your kids will not respect yep. your time. You know, right. I'm trying to help the world here. <laughs> and you guys are offering, you're contributing nothing. Yeah. Um, oh, like when you go back to work, this is not, you can't be doing this when you're also working. I mean, I guess you're kind of are because you're, you're having to pump. But generally when you're pumping at work, you're just pumping at work because mm-hmm. you're away from the baby. And so right. that's a little bit more. You're home and you're nursing and then you're at work pumping. Right. And you want to move to that situation. Also, you need to sleep. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes like you also don't want to be doing all of this for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then all of a sudden you have to go back to work. It's like you you definitely want some time where you're like, okay, things are, you know, like you can appreciate your your baby and you can spend that time and you can have some maternity leave where you're not doing all of this stuff uh, because you have to go back to work way too soon. The majority of the time, at least in the United States, you go back way too soon and you're just figuring it out, right? Like you're mm-hmm. just starting to figure it out. You're just starting to feel better. You're just starting to maybe sleep a little bit longer. You're just starting to figure things out. And it's just... That's why I always try to be like, all right, our mission here is to not have this go on for a long period of time because it is not supposed to. That is, if you take anything away from this, from this episode today, just know that triple feeding is not supposed to be a long-term solution. It is only supposed to be something that you're doing for a couple of weeks under the guidance of a lactation consultant so that you can get out from under this triple feeding. Because it's not something you should be doing for a long term. You just can't. Yeah, this is like a, an intervention that has a beginning and an end. Yes. It's not yeah. like how it's going to be from now on, which is certainly how you're going to feel in the middle of it. Ugh. But it's yeah. not. It's supposed to end. It's something that's... And and it's not... Yeah, it's like not... You don't do it for two months or you're not supposed to. No. Mm-mm. You're not supposed to. So definitely um, ask the questions... Know that it's not supposed to be forever. If you're not getting good answers, find somebody else. Because it, this is absolutely not supposed to be a long-term solution. Yeah. I hope that's well, helpful. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. I mean, thank you for, thank you, Diane, for the information. <laughs> for bitching thank for you 30 all for minutes. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much and good luck. We're here Bye. for you. Bye. Bye.